to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse, and today we are joined by our, our guest, Delvin Cox. Thank you for coming on the show, man. My pleasure, guys. How are you guys doing today on this fine afternoon or whatever day this is? I don't know when you guys release it. I try not to be the guy who <laughs> dates <laughs> podcasts fine. because it's annoying to me. Yeah, it's you whatever know. it is, man. People know these days there's transparency. I mean, they know it's not like live with us. So, and hell, uh, with the way Sunday, the wor- people, yeah, with the yeah. way the world's been working lately, it ne- nothing is concrete anymore. Anyway, so it, true. that is out, true. It's out when it's out, and when the people hear this, they'll be loving it. That's what we know. <laughs> I have a friend who does a podcast. Well, I love for death, Jody B from the Po mm-hmm. Boys Podcast. I swear, I always laugh at him because he records his episodes in advance, but he records a lot of them in advance. Mm-hmm. So. He's he's on episodes that of things that happened last year. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like like wow, one of the episodes that came out this year. They're like, so that election's gonna be rough, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's backlogging for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like no one tell them what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you you have a podcast yourself. You bring on. Uh, guests from all walks of life it sounds like from from what i've heard and i i've enjoyed your show a lot man i have to say thank you i appreciate that the delver cox spirits the podcast all about diversity and to get into the spill of it it's basically a podcast where i interview any and everybody and talk to them about things that make them tick mm-hmm. and i'm not afraid of having that uncomfortable conversation with a person and it's mm-hmm. all about listening and hearing a person out here's the point yeah. of that's what kind of podcast all about with me yeah, man. Oh, that's what I love about your podcast is like it's the be- the beauty of podcasting is being able to say whatever you want. And you really capitalize on that with your conversations. You're willing to talk about everything. And usually you do get into some topics that you won't hear in mainstream shows. You know what I mean? It's oh, not yeah. that's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast, $100 million Spotify, you know, like it's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Joe crazy. Rogan, try to talk about the N word for a whole episode. Oh, dude. <laughs> try that. Man. <laughs> Me and Jesse have talked about that episode. What a yeah. what a wonderful episode and honestly a great one to show up. Incredibly insightful. I feel like I actually yeah. I learned a lot, but also left with more questions too. I mean, yeah. you, you talk to mm. so many people on that, and there were so many answers. Um, and it really speaks to like what you're saying before. It's about like perspective and really talking to people. Yeah, my whole well, let me get into it. My whole idea for that podcast. Well, just to have a conversation, I tried to be as neutral as possible, mm-hmm. but I want to get everybody's point of view across and kind of, if you watch the video version, it's kind of done documentary style mm-hmm. where, so you don't see my face anywhere in the episode. And I don't even think I even talk until like, I don't really talk that much in the episode until like the end. And even then I'll be like thanking people and like getting out of there. But my whole plan was it for the episode was for people of different cultures and backgrounds to come on there and talk about the influence the N-word has had on them and society. Mm. And I didn't want to do it in a way where it was a conversation with me and that person because when you have those type of conversations, people hold back. Mm. Especially me being a black person. They want to hold back and they want to say what they feel they need to say. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to feel more like this is the person's thoughts on the issue without me guiding them to what I want them to say. So for the most part, I think I achieved that. A lot of interviews close to 10 hours worth of video we recorded for that to wow. make a three and a half hour podcast. So it was pretty cool experience. It, oh, I it, bet, man. it is in itself. Like yeah, I, I heard, I didn't watch the video version. I heard the, um, the, the podcast version, but that's mm. it. It's, it's an audio documentary uh, and delving into this very uh, tumultuous topic, you know, that, that no one wants to fucking touch with them for a usually. And you're doing three <laughs> yeah. hours on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude. I, I, I thought that was, that was a cool topic I wanted to touch on. And I feel like what better time than now to do it mm-hmm. in terms of you mm-hmm. like last year and a few, a few years even before that, we were getting all these videos of people like, like the twisted T guy. Mm-hmm. And people just blatantly just saying the N word. <laughs> Any and everywhere. I'm like, why does this keep happening? I'm like, 
Mm. Why is America so fascinated with this word in particular? Yeah. In terms of, there's plenty of words you can call people that are awful words. Mm-hmm. Some we don't use today, some we still do. And when it comes to the N-word, they always feel like there's this push and pull of a group of people who want to use it. Then there's a group of people who say, under no circumstances, you should be using this word. Hmm. Then there's also the middle ground, like, hey, should this be used in comedy? Should this be used here? Are there acceptable ways to use this word and not be seen? And then you have to add the other caveat of like, hey, whether you like it or not, the biggest genre of music today is hip-hop. And it's littered throughout hip-hop. So it's kind of like, call a spade a spade. White people enjoy hip-hop. They are some of the, they listen to hip-hop more than anybody, if anything. So are they allowed to enjoy this genre with that word in there and sing alone to their music? Truth be told, it's music, and music is a reflection of environment a lot of times and how a person feels. So younger white generations get into getting the black experience from hip-hop, and they become ingratiated into it. So you can make the argument like, hey, when they're saying it in terms of hip-hop, they are not necessarily being racist. They're more so like, hey, this is what we support. Mm-hmm. But then it comes to an argument of like, hey, should you support it like this or not? You know, it's a it's kind of an interesting conversation. That's what I want to ha- that's what I want to do on the podcast. I want to hear everybody's perspective on that. It, it was incredibly interesting and, and the uh the different angles that you even just described there uh from from comedy, it seemed like Comedy is a place where it, it comes in a lot and along and comedy and music. It's like media, like where those are the, that's the main thing that influences our culture is like media. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we see the, the, that word reflected through different, these different lenses. And it's just, I still, I'm still so perplexed by it. I, I like I said, I learned so much from your podcast, but I, I still have no answer. Because there, there, there was people saying, yeah, feel free. There were people saying, absolutely not. I'm going to kick anyone's ass who says that that's not black. And it's like, I yes. understand. Like, I get that. Like, <laughs> I think one of the most interesting aspects of it, and I'm, I asked everybody on this doctor question, how did they feel about Quentin Tarantino using it in his movies? Right. And I found that answer fascinating because anybody who knows, everybody loves Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction, Django, yep. awesome. and for the most part, people give him a pass for using it in his movies, and, and including especially black people. And I'm like, why is that a, a thing? Hmm. I always wondered, like, okay, if let's say if a comedian says it in a set, that comedian gets lambasted for it if they're not black and they get killed for it, mm-hmm. even if it's a comedian that a lot of people love. But Quentin Tarantino has made a career off of like, hey, having these movies where Pulp Fiction has a whole scene that's kind of made up about that scene. Then you got Django yeah, and things like, like that. Yeah, like a whole movie of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it was always fascinating to me that, especially in a time of outrage culture and cancel culture and things like that, people really don't care if Quentin Tarantino says it. People just kind of brush it out. Who, get, like, oh, who gave him a pass? That's what yeah, I that's what I... <laughs> Like, how is that possible that all these people are getting canceled for lesser things? And they're like, huh? Can't tell, you know, this case by people kind of gave an answer to that question. Like, hey, it's art. We expect it. We appreciate it. Like, oh, that's pretty cool that there's a middle ground with that topic and it comes to certain people. Yeah. But I, I mean, just found that fascinating. That's a lot more interesting than the the flip side of that word, which is just the hate and vulgarity of like and, and the history behind it, you know, that's that comes from American like slavery and everything. I mean, the, the, it's such a it's there's a we, such a weird paradigm around. And like you said, it's the only word that seems to get have this multiple faction sort of uh, feeling to it. You don't see that with other things that have been words that have been used as, you know, slurs in the past. It's rare that you see one of those actually taken back and, and used within a culture. I would even go a step further and say it feels like the only word that when you say you can't say that word, the majority of the people understand it. Like, mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, they may not get it. They may, you may get pushed back from it, but the majority of people are like, yeah, 
You probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. Like, there are other words where, like, you know, I don't want to say the word over here, but the gay slurs and things yep. like that, you'll hear people say, make excuses for, like, ah, oh, I'm not actually meaning gay people. I'm meaning this, this, and that, you know? Right. But that word, it, people are like, ah, yeah, you know, you probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Especially around black people. But yeah. that's also not being taken back by that community. To, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, thrown around as like a term of endearment. Well, I mean, it is in small aspects, but yeah, not a majority. And it's a right. weird line, man. It's very blurry because everybody has their own unique, like, opinion on that shit mm-hmm. you know and that's the weird thing about it which you definitely again just encased in your show man three and a half hours that was like fascinating yeah this is a deep dive into like uh the uh thinking of america and americans around a very uh the most contemptuous yeah controversial <laughs> yeah. incredibly like, controversial not, work yeah um if anyone hasn't heard it go and listen to episode 200 i believe right yes and it wasn't a really supposed to be episode 200, but it took me four months to make this. Oh, wow. And then I looked at the camera like, huh, episode 200's coming up. So I might as well just make this episode 200. There you go. The perfect number for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. What a number to achieve. How long have you been podcasting for? Six years. I want to say the Delta Cox experience. Three, maybe four years now. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Okay. What what got you into it in the first place? Interesting. Story behind that. Because people see me and they think, yeah, black guy. He likes podcasts. He probably got into it off of black podcast, stuff like that. Actually, a few, a few podcasts, what podcasts in general. Because first, I started listening to podcasts because you ever heard of Dan Levitard? Yeah. He's like a sports um. The name sounds familiar. He's a he's a semi. I guess you say famous now. He was on ESPN at one point in time. Okay. He had a famous um, like talk show on ESPN. Nice. But oh, he's an analyst. He, yeah. Yeah. He um has a local. He's from Miami. He has a local radio show down here, and I used to listen to it all the time when I was in college and stuff like that. A little bit after college, and, I, and he like that's how long he's been on the air. I'm 40 now, oh, so he's like. Nice. But when he first. They started bringing that pot, that um show, the radio show, to a podcast format. So I started listening to there. That's how I first started listening to podcasts in general. But then, after a while, I kind of was like, you know, I want to listen to some other things on podcasts. That was the only thing I listened to. So I kind of Googled what was the most famous podcast. And at the time, it was Adam Carolla. Yep. There you go. Yep. Oh, yeah. OG right this, there. Yeah, and it was kind of crazy because this is like when, before podcast blew up to what it is now. So I started listening to Adam Carolla. I did. I knew a little bit about Adam Carolla, but I, I knew him as like the man show guy. Right. Yep. But same. Him and Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> girls are jumping on trampolines. Hell exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was listening to the podcast and enjoying it and stuff. I'm like, okay, let me find some more things. I didn't really know a lot about podcasts. I didn't know how. What I didn't know that we could do a podcast. I didn't know that was a thing. And two, I didn't know that podcasts could go into almost any type of genre you want. Like there's. Comedy podcast, there's video game podcast, a podcast for everything. Knitting, so, fucking baking, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever you want, man. Exactly. So and I'd still I kinda, argue there's a lot of potential for where it's going to expand. True. Like, it's, I agree. It's, it's got a lot of room. Like, we're going to see an evolution of podcasting right. in the next 10, 15 years where it's going to get into things like replacing TV shows almost, I think, mm. again. Like that old radio. I, I swear on it. This is my theory. Yeah. The old style, like, uh, you know, having a drama or whatever yeah. show play out on audio. I think that's going to come back. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think that podcasting is this generation's version of AM radio. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's way better. <laughs> No sponsors, awesome. <laughs> I like it. Hey, everyone. This is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. 
couple months ago, I ordered my D01 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER approved. So, um, I started listening to um, Kevin Smith podcast. Oh, there you go. I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith and I didn't find out he had a podcast. I started listening to that. And then I kind of went on from there listening to a lot of indie podcasts. And eventually I was like, you know what? I was, a, I was also a writer for like a couple of websites and stuff like that. Cool. Like I wrote for like a hip hop website called Blame Ebro, who Ebro was like a, a disc jockey at Hot 97. He had his own website. I wrote for that. Nice. I wrote for this was this um, indie podcast called Equalize. And there was like four black dudes, which is kind of new to me and fresh to me, who just were talking about video games and TV shows and stuff. Nice. And we record a podcast and they had a website and I wrote for that website and I was like a diehard fan of their stuff. And they, they eventually ended the show. Mm. And when they ended the show, I said, let me, I want to start a podcast. I think that's a good idea. So I started looking into it and things like that. And one of my best friends, his name is Al, Alpheus. He's a rapper. And I, this goes back into my history. I used to rap when I was young in high school. I used to rap with him, be a part of a rap group with him. And to me, he is one of the most fascinating dudes I've ever met in my life in terms of he was in the military. He got out of the military. He has a different look on a different aspect of look on life in general. So I thought it would be interesting to do a podcast with him. So we started the Mic Drop podcast where me and him discuss things that were not necessarily politically correct. Okay. And the reason why we did, we wasn't, I don't think we were like trying to be like racy just for racy's sake, but the way Al looks at life, he looks at life in terms of like, hey, this is what it is. And usually he's right about these things. He may see things, he sees things differently. Like for example, the Bill Cosby situation, he had a whole different perspective on it. That, was pretty much the unpopular opinion on it. <laughs> but I, I liked his take on it, and I liked the fact that I could have a show with somebody who's not going to always be the guest man and things like that. Right. And me, me and him had a great relationship with that in terms of like, hey, this is what he thinks. This is what he does. Like, we did episode. He was the first person who told me, and this is documented on the podcast, that Trump was going to win. Ugh. Like, as soon as Trump started running, like, as soon as it was announced, we weren't even really talking about it that much because our podcast wasn't a political podcast. He just brought up like, hey, by the way, Donald Trump's going to win the election. He could be your next president. See, he, like, should, huh? put, he should put money on that because the odds would have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is like, this is not like when people were like, when he like won the primary thing. Like, right, this is right. like when people were still taking Trump for a joke. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, Donald Trump's going to win. I'm like, why do you think that? I'm like, because of, he said, because Americans are stupid and they see a celebrity, they're going to vote for a celebrity. And I'm like, and okay. hey, it worked in California with the governor. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's got, that's exactly what he said. So he's always been that contrary guy to, and go against the grain guy. Mm-hmm. So oh, we and Jesse Ventura, and Jesse Ventura, they're they're yes. the only two uh, politicians who have fought the predator. Just throwing that uh, out. Yeah, there. how weird is that? We, connection? we figured we figured we were that talking out. about that one day. That is wild. <laughs> two celebrities that have gotten office. I mean, I don't know. There that's probably we are a couple Carl, other celebrities. That's why we're saying like, Carl Weathers needs to run. Dude, Carl that Edwards, the, hell Carl, yeah! Carl Weathers from the uh, he was in there with him, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And then, dude, and then we, we gotta have move three. On. We need <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, and then we're gonna spawn off to the Rocky <laughs> genre because come on. Think, it's so your friends right. We're dumb. We're dumb enough to fucking go for the <laughs> <laughs> well, Washington. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are wrestling fans. But I, Kane's I like definitely. A, Kane's a mayor. Yeah. Oh, oh thank you, yeah. dude. I'm stupid. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jen, uh, Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I was telling Jesse. Mayor. I showed Jesse a photo of him. I was like, believe it or not, this guy's a mayor. And I showed him like old school, like attitude era Kane. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's a mayor. Yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah. yeah, that's just shit I grew up on, man. I love that. Uh, I love the old school pro wrestling. To be now honest, now he's but. wrestling with local zoning laws. Dude, he's a good dude. <laughs> dude. He's really good. Yeah, people. Love yeah, him. people. Everybody says he's a nice guy. 
Yeah. The yeah. He is a well loved person out there, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a but wild yeah, world we live in, man. But it definitely back, is. Oh yeah. Back to authenticity. You were saying before about like how your your buddy was authentic, like about like his mm-hmm. opinions on the dude. That's the biggest thing I find in podcasting that like, is cringeworthy. There's a lot of fake ass podcasts out there. Oh yeah, very much so. Way too many, and there's a lot that are making fucking millions, you know, like or hundreds of thousands at least, you know, like they're making ridiculous money, and like it's like, damn, dude. There's a lot of uh, charting ones that I feel like I'm not gonna name drop anybody on air, obviously, but I just feel like it's a weird industry, as along with like the That's trying to get of, us in a flame war. I know, yeah, I was just like <laughs> trying to backtrack so quick there. I was like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a wild industry, man, and uh, I don't know, I, I love. I love authenticity, I guess. I'll just end it. I think you're right, though. I think there's, there's, we've hit that place in podcasting where there's a lot of people who see there's money there. So mm-hmm. everybody's just getting the podcasting game. Yeah. And that's how you get things like, not the, not the show, but the Ron Burgundy podcast where, hey. Oh, dude, such a fucking drop, dude. I was so like, I don't know how this is going to go, but it was definitely a fucking train wreck right away. I was like, are you serious? With episode one, I was like, I'm never going to listen again. Like yeah, and I love uh, Anchorman. I love Ryan Burgundy uh, as a character. Yeah, I felt dude. like that could have worked a lot better, dude. But it's got just a Ryan Burgundy action figure over here riding shotgun. Like he's my it, man. But like, dude, that it, show shit <laughs> feels like a it felt like a cash grab. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, and a lot of people, like you're saying, you know, they see that oh, there's a revenue here. Joe Rogan, hundred million dollars. Like, how do I get like a million dollars? You know, like they think like you just fucking sign up and get a manscaped ad fuck it and that's it you know like and talk bullshit and it's people see through that they're like what the fuck dude i, I i'm quite sure there's a bunch of celebrities who saw joe rogan get that money and was like you know what i'm a way bigger celebrity than joe rogan if he can get 100 million i can get a billion yeah i well, guarantee that was the mindset that's why you have kim kardashian have a podcast and stuff like that and the obamas and people like that because yeah. There's market share out there. There's people that people want to hear from. Well, yeah, and I mean, they don't see the fucking the grind that dude did for fucking over a decade of doing the same thing like we're all doing, just having these conversations on air and having different people from like all over. I mean, I'm not a fan anymore, to be honest, to be full transparent. Like, I, I haven't l- listened to Rogan in a long ass time. Same, um, but uh, I mean, he, you can't deny that that guy was inspirational and in being one of the original dudes to just sit down on a fucking couch with people and do what we're doing right now, just shooting the shit and letting it go wherever it goes. And people enjoy that. They like being the fourth wheel, the fifth wheel, however fucking many people there are on the show, mm-hmm. which that's the beauty of it, too. You know? Yeah, I agree. I appreciate what he brought to the podcasting game in terms of kind of like me in terms of like he interviews anybody. Like Alex Jones has been on there multiple times and. <laughs> Whether you agree with Alex Jones or Those not, are the most wild very, ones. He is very interesting and, and entertaining, to say the least. Most clippable episodes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, in terms of like that, uh, what you were saying before with like the say the Ron Burgundy one, um, the that burnout is like real when it comes to podcasting. So if you're not in it, like if you don't love actually doing it, then like. You're not going to get past a couple fucking episodes, no matter if you yeah. are a celebrity. I mean, yeah, you might rake in what a couple couple thousand with your ads and stuff like that. But if you're on episode fucking 10 and you've run out of shit to say and you're just bored being there, mm. they're going to your audience is going to hear it. And that that's kind of where they kind of trim the poppies, I guess, when it comes to podcasting. I feel like. It's crazy to say it's not being arrogant at all. I don't feel the burnout. I feel good. like I, I, I want to say yeah, yeah. it's because I always have different guests on every week. Mm-hmm. So it's always a new experience. And even when it, when I kind of get like bored with the format, I do things like episode 200. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, let's push the boundaries just a little bit to see what I can do with this, this genre and things like that. And I, I like that in terms of podcasting, I'm free to be able to do express myself in that way and find ways like, hey, me interviewing people every week gets a little bit of, gets a little boring sometimes. Not necessarily the people are boring. Well, sometimes people are boring. But oh, yeah, yeah. There's some duds out there, believe us. We've yeah. had ours. <laughs> but, you know, let me just switch up the game a little bit and try try to be creative. And I, I like that aspect of podcast. I like, I like being able to say, let me push the boundary and see how far I can go with this with something like an episode 200 where I can just spread my wings and wait to hear the response from it. 
think it's cool that I can do that. I think it's cool that you guys can, if you guys want to do something a little different with your podcast, you can just go out there and do it because you don't have any bosses in podcasting. It's the best thing. <laughs> That's why we have a two, basically two shows built into one. We do these like interviews, you know, similar to like your show, but like we also do like a regular scripted fucking show. That's might as well. It follows, you know, a TV structure almost or old radio, like yeah, have, variety have show type of thing. Shit that's pre-planned news stories, like, and then you know? we take it on totally in a different direction on on like a April Fools, uh, Halloween, Christmas. We tend to do New Year's that kind of stuff. Holidays, we'll we'll fucking we've made up fake songs oh, fake shit. bands fucking uh, full we fucking went, hour and a half fucking we went show hunted you know, sasquatch yeah. uh during one of our halloween episodes um that's so, great yeah. we'll sell these like movie rights out there to any people looking to make the movies because like we got stories for days I, i'm glad you guys brought that up because i can tell this story on here now i have a, a they're, friend, they're friends of mine but they're also fans of the podcast mm. and they did a podcast called the i can't remember the name of it right now but either way Loaves and Beardy McWhiskey. That's their podcasting name. So every year, they do a podcast Halloween special for my podcast. Okay. And they do it in a way where it feels like a movie. And they tell this story that revolves around the Delta Cock experience and stuff like that. And each year, the story gets a little more and more ridiculous. And it's <laughs> so fantastic because, like, Hearing this episode from the year one when they were doing this, because the whole part, the whole Halloween special thing is this. I interview people about Halloween and hear scary stories from them. And like the interstitials in between are them telling a Halloween story that I'm somehow involved in. Like the first year, I want to say they kidnapped me to try to find the power of what makes me podcast. <laughs> That's then, awesome. This is so up our alley, dude. You don't I even love know. that. <laughs> and then the next year, because they kidnapped me, I turned basically turned into a serial killer <laughs> and was trying to kill them. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I I love the creativity that I have in podcasts, <laughs> and I love that because of me doing this silly podcast, Delvin Cox Experience, people listen and want to do things like that for the podcast. That's dope. Oh yeah, the, man. The connections that you make. Yeah. The net and, oh. and I mean we we call it networking all the time, but it's it's more connections. Like yeah. yeah. That is, yeah, that's it, man. I mean, we've made so many friends that, like, we've had, we would, again, I've said this is repetitive, but how would I ever meet you, Mr. Delvin Cox? How would I ever yeah. meet you besides the fact that we are podcasters mm -hmm. and, you know, we connected that way, you know, and I get to talk to you, you know, and just fucking shoot the shit, like, about well, you guys whatever. aren't that far from each other from what it sounds like. <laughs> Matt's oh, only, Matt's only up in Orlando. Oh, oh are you shoot. in Florida? <laughs> I'm in Miami. Oh, come on now. That's a great spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just in Orlando, like, Two weeks ago. Oh, that's funny, man. So yeah, maybe maybe at a Wawa, you, you guys were running into each other. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> the Wawas, baby. Come on, they're everywhere. Love but no, them. you have a good point, man. I, I totally threw <laughs> you Thank off. you for that whole fucking I know, circle. Right? I was like, Whoa. I'm going to leave, all right, guys? <laughs> Fades into the background, Homer Simpson's meme. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, podcasting is a wondrous thing if you really sit down and appreciate it. There's a lot of people that I feel like still don't understand it. But I feel like the the climb of popularity with podcasting is going to be just on the up climb, mm -hmm. way better than Doge Coin. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. I it's, think we're going to get that. We're starting to see a little bit of it now. Mm -hmm. You're going to start seeing podcasters get TV shows. Oh, we already are, man. I mean, it's getting crazy. I mean, it's blending from the YouTube thing. Like, I mean, you see YouTubers right. in movies and getting, you know, multi-million dollar fights and stuff now. And it's only a matter of time before the podcaster is the next, you know? I don't like, see uh, why somebody has it in their infinite smart mind to say, hey, here's a bag of money, Joe Rogan. Put your video, pop, your video of your podcast on Netflix so people can just watch it there. That's where it should be, man. It's the whole fighting for individuality of like, you know, the company's sake. You know, there's somebody fucking streaming. That's the problem right now is the streaming division is getting ridiculous with every network wanting their own platform and removing yeah. a lot of their shit from. Oh yeah, we platforms. we were in the golden age for a little <sighs> bit. For a little bit, that was so sweet when where everything was Netflix and Hulu, on, and then yeah. like maybe yep. an HBO. Dude, and oh, I, miss, I miss that. You would trade. You would trade with somebody. <laughs> nope, they didn't have yep. that geolocation bullshit. So you could uh -huh. be like, "Yo, I'll give you a Netflix. You give me your Hulu. It's like, or you give guys. me that HBO. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it was awesome, dude. And now it's crazy. They know if you're in a different state, you can't fucking do that. Mm -hmm. They know if you're a different location. 
And yeah. they raise the prices like every fucking three to six months. You know? and, and, and I'm fucked because my kids want them all. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. You need the Disney Plus first off. You got to have the Netflix because there's always a new occurrence with that. Hulu's Peacock, starting to get their fucking uh, their own productions really nice too. Yeah. 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 And then HBO. Come on. Who doesn't want HBO, dude? Come on. The only ones I watch religiously is HBO, Hulu, and I want to say um, Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney but I have do- to have all of them <laughs> because of my kids. Mandalorian sold me on Disney, man. As that came out, I started rocking that. I was like, oh, god damn. This oh, and, and WandaVision was one. pretty good. WandaVision is yeah, good, gotta, too. I got to get on WandaVision. I've been yeah. wanting to watch, um, what is it, the Falcon and Winter Soldier or something? That like is really that? good yeah. as well. I heard, I've heard good things about that. Now, Falcon and Winter Soldier feels like MCU movies. Okay. So if you miss nice. watching MCU movies, that's the show for you. There you go. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, including CEOs of businesses, psychologists, authors, musicians, travellers, people suffering with physical and mental illnesses, and everyone in between. Where we speak about a large variety of topics, including music and movies and pop culture, but also some more controversial topics, including drug reform, political correctness, and many more. No subject is off limits. You can find us in all the usual podcast places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And you can follow us in all the usual social media places. And to be clear, I don't expect everyone listening to enjoy every episode of my show. What I do think is that due to the wide variety of guests and topics, that there'll be at least one episode that each person listening will enjoy. So if you still appreciate the art of conversation and want to hear honest conversations with interesting people, then be sure to check out Genuine Chit Chat in all the usual places. You know, if there's one thing we enjoy here at American Slacker, it's going to live events. Wouldn't you say, Jess? Yeah, uh, from you going to festivals, I like to go and see comedy. There's tons of stuff to choose from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like a nice night out? And, uh, you know, who doesn't like to save a couple bucks on a night out? I mean, it's expensive to go out these days. Wouldn't it be nice if you could save a couple bucks, Jess? I'm a cheap bastard, and you know it. Me too. Me too, man. What if I told you you could save a small percentage on your tickets by just entering a code. What code would that be? Man, all you got to do, go to SeatGiant.com, enter the code SLACKER at checkout, and you're going to save quite a few bucks, actually. Not not a small discount. It's, it's a good amount. It's a decent amount. So you're telling me I could go to uh, my pickle-hating fest for a small fraction of, uh, of the cost of what it would normally be? Dude, I'm telling you, you're probably going to get a drink on us if you enter the code SLACKER at checkout at SeatGiant.com. Drink not guaranteed. Um, you mentioned before that you were writing uh, for a video game uh, related uh, website. Yeah. Do, do you play You play video games as well? Or? I'm a heavy gamer, yeah. Nice. What, I have uh, a what's this PS5, one? Xbox Series X, okay. and oh, a Nintendo Switch. Nice. Okay, Just I got cross the Switch board. and... Yeah, none of the others. <laughs> we, we play Xbox yeah, One. We're on, so. X- we're on Xbox. Yeah. yeah. And this guy's, sw- he's getting an Oculus now, so he's going to be a fucking oh, awesome. Oh, I have an VR. Oculus too. Nice. Oh, That's the shit. one I'm, 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 my talk. birthday's coming up. So I know you had a birthday, what was it, last month? Yes. Happy belated. Happy, happy belated. Thank you. Likewise. Yeah, we got, I got one coming up, and uh, I, I had asked for a VR headset. We'll see if it comes. Uh, rumor has it, it may. This is my first venture into the VR space but it's something i've been excited about for a while have you enjoyed yours yes it's really good uh what games do you want to play thinking you want to play for it i mean i'm a big walking dead fan i've heard good things about that is uh, really good saints and sinners i think it's called right very good um the jurassic park game looked interesting i'm a big jurassic park ip nerd that just sold me alone (laughs) the star wars one is really good that's the other one i want darth vader what is that it's like darth vader right it's like lightsaber battle yes Oh man, definitely. Fuck, dude. And and even just <laughs> working with it in in like the virtual space, like doing like art or paint or graffiti stuff like that. I, I'm kind of excited to you know get my hands on that as well. Yeah. Have you ever played VR like real VR, not like the whole? Not really. I, mean, thing? I had well, you know, I tried one VR headset. I forget what one it was, but it was a number of years ago at like a Microsoft store. They had one hooked up. It might have been the first Oculus or something. Was it trash? Like still it wasn't felt- bad. It had the it had the climb on it, and and I was playing that where you're you know climbing Ooh, up the rocks, and it, 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 looked, it looked pretty good. 
Oh God. Um, I'm enjoying it. You know, what really uh, piqued my interest with VR this year was the fact that PlayStation was doing their VR stuff with the new Hitman game that came out. Cause I'm a big Hitman uh, fan. So like the idea of being able to like throw someone off the, or kick them off the building or like, (laughs) you know, tossing a soda can at someone from across the room in VR. That all seemed really exciting. These are the episodes they're going to look back on in the future when you're being fucking <laughs> in the court for whatever fucking sadistic shit you did. You never take me alive. See, he said he was going to throw somebody off a train way back here. Episode 236 or whatever it is. <laughs> but I mean, like, just the virtual, you do anything in virtual reality, which is kind of the appeal, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah. Possibilities are endless again, man, because, I mean, you're creating a whole new world of infinite possibilities, realistically. It's fucking going to be crazy. The fact that I do do. a show with this guy for, you know, across like 3000 miles away, if there was a way for us to do a VR podcast. Hey, shut up, dude. Don't give our idea away. (laughs) (laughs) Our podcast. I mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And we put an audience out there so they can watch in VR. That'd be sick. You know, it'd be wild. dude. I was saying I still think this is possible. I was going to say VR is going to take off once it becomes affordable and once you have true Facebook integration. Oh, my God. Like Mark, Zuckerberg, I mean by, like Mark Zuckerberg can just walk in your house? <laughs> yeah, like in terms of like, you put it on and you're at your in-law's house. Oh. And you can talk to them and you, they can see you. You can see them. Hey, how you doing? And you're walking around and stuff like that. The new Zoom. Yeah, that, that's, that's like teleportation wild. without actually teleporting. Yeah, dude. yeah, that'd be or, sick. Yeah, I mean, it's again possibilities that are endless of what you could do. I mean, well, that and porn because porn I mean, always drives the industry. You hear me out. Be in VR style, you know. Hey, guys, like, I mean, guys, we we all know what we're talking about here. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> DVD sales, Blu-ray sales, all that came off the back of people like, hey. Let's see all porn the best way we can. That te- porn has always been the leader in technology. Oh, God. Yeah, Dirty sure. porn theaters and VR. You're just like a <laughs> bunch of pervs in one fucking little dirty VR room. That and, sounds uh, gross. <laughs> dude, it sounds, dude, it sounds, even though it's VR, I still would get tested after. That's horrible. There, there's got to be a, there's definitely still a smell somehow, even though. Oh, it's, dude, smell of vision came in and I don't even know how. <laughs> At the worst moments, it came I didn't in. know Oculus 2 had that. God. I have, I have a question for both of you guys. Now, yeah, yeah. You brought it up. Have you ever been to a porn shop? A porn shop, yeah. Not yes, like a porn well, theater, though. I, a lot of the ones in the area that me Giggles? and I grew up in. You've been yeah. to Giggles, you son of a bitch. Well, that's what I was going to say is they were <laughs> half smoke shop, half yeah. sex shop. So, like, you'd All go right. there to look at the bowls when you were a teenager, but you'd, like, kind of peek behind the beaded curtain. I've right. been there for the devil's duty. Don't worry. I'll be <laughs> full transparent. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've both there. been, yeah. I went there when, uh, a couple times when I was younger, like with a girlfriend and stuff like that. Yeah. And that smell <laughs> is just a, one of like of latex of cum, and blue. Come latex what? and bleach. What kind of store are you going to? I think you're going to a, 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 one of those booths ones, man. No, uh, oh, I can tell you exactly what store was. The Pledge Emporium. Oh, yeah. We had I no boots. Like it a, smelled like rubber and latex and lube. That's what it smelled like. Yeah, lube. Yeah. That was, was like lube. a whole ton of lube, dude. <laughs> Oil. Because I don't know if. And if you guys ever been to like the Pleasure Emporium, it's like a big giant like porn store. They got the whips and stuff like that. Okay. And a oh, whole shit. bunch of stuff there. And in the back, they have the booths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why that smelled a little uh, funky. <laughs> exactly. There, so, there. Yeah, booth store, dude. I've never been in no booth store. I'll say no, that. There's never no. been a booth store around. Ours there. was like simply they had a little, they had a couple toys and that's, you know, that's what they did. But like. You know, the front smelled like incense, the back smelled like lube. <laughs> That's well, about it. What well, you, know? well, no you guys, it's about the size of a convenience, like a, not a convenience store, probably like a, like a grocery store almost. Oh, I got a good, I got eyes Damn. on this warlock. We got a, it's pink and purple. <laughs> yeah. Got a blue awning oh, out front. And okay. it looks like a uh, Nissan Ultima also parked out front. <laughs> we got one in Orlando <laughs> and something like that too. Yeah. I've seen one. No yeah. windows on the on the joint at all either. <laughs> I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. You have no it's idea what the doors are gonna open to. The automatic doors open, and you're like, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> it's such a weird experience. It's such a unique experience. Like I said, it smells like a mix of bleach and cum. <laughs> like, uh, constant like, battle, right? Like you're like we're, yeah, we're trying to clean this up, but we still have the smell. <laughs> 
Not enough oh, bleach in the in the place. There's not enough. <laughs> no matter what you bring in, you could fill it like a pool, and it still you'd smell it. <laughs> you know, that's a, that sounds like an experience. I'd imagine you got people rushing in and staggering out is kind of and no eye contact at all whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so is there any guests that you've interviewed on your show that like uh, you, I, I hate to say favorite. I always like to ask favorite and then it kind of puts people on the spot. You don't want to, I know you don't want to, you know, uh, make make anyone upset that you have had on that you don't say is your favorite but are there any that are memorable maybe that uh well, really stuck with you i'll give a favorite because a lot of the guests i come, come on the podcast i end up becoming friends with which is really cool mm-hmm. so i wouldn't i wouldn't include them like jody b's been on the podcast multiple times that's my friend yeah like you know adam nutter friend so you know that's a given uh, but one of my favorite guests, probably Rodney Barnes. Okay. For those who don't know who Rodney Barnes is, he has written for shows like My Wife and Kids. He's written, uh, he's writing right now, he's writing a comic book called Philadelphia, which is a really cool oh. comic book series. Cool. But I know him from, he was the head writer for the Boondocks cartoon show. Oh, One damn. of my favorite cartoon oh, shows fuck. of all time. Love the Love Boondocks, dude. Love that fucking show. Love the Boondocks. Yeah. So just interviewing him about the Boondocks and hearing his stories has just been super cool. Like, I'll give you a funny story. I interviewed him earlier this year, again. And as we're, as we're, as I'm talking to him, his phone rings. He answered it on the podcast, like, oh, hey, it's a, uh, what is his name? Orlando from Mad TV. What is his name? Oh, uh, Orlando. I don't know why I keep trying to say Bloom, but. Uh... I was trying to say Bloom, too. That's why I didn't want to mess it <laughs> up. Jones. No. Oh, yeah, Orlando. Yeah. Hey, hey Orlando Jones, man. How you doing, buddy? Fuck, I'm doing man. good, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, on, so I'm cool. on this podcast with Delvin right now. I call you back like, what? Damn. Like, like, and then you can hear him all like, so that just happened? Like, yeah, that was just Orlando Jones, <laughs> man. Don't mind that, man. It's cool. Like, oh, don't mind me at all. Like, you just answering the phone call, <laughs> talking to your celebrity friends. Yeah, right. And it's so <laughs> weird to have a, a person. I guess me and him are friends now. I can say that. Yeah. But it's so weird to know somebody like that. Mm. And then see them at like the Oscars. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, yeah, he it's took trippy. a picture a couple weeks ago and he's like at the Oscars. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> he was on my podcast multiple times. He's at the Oscars hanging out. It's so weird yeah. and trippy. It's just Great, such a yeah, experience. Yeah, man. I, that's half the fun for us too, is like seeing like who we can get, who we can sneak into the podcast and get them to come on the show talk to us nobodies and just fucking have a good conversation <laughs> we made friendships yeah. with people like fucking we grew up watching as musicians and mm-hmm. people we watched in movies like again dude the possibilities of podcasting like it's just so fucking cool and rewarding if you do it properly as a podcaster now was yeah. that when you reached out to him was that just as a podcaster was that any did you have any connections to him beforehand no connections at all wow. only, only connection i had That's to awesome. him was that i love comic books and one of my favorite comic books that he was writing for at the time was um Falcon. Okay. Ooh. And this was like right after Fa- for the spoilers for a several year old comic book. <laughs> Falcon became Captain America at one point in time in the comic mm-hmm. books. Yep. And after that series ended and Falcon became back to being Falcon, Rodney Barnes was the first writer to take on that series then. And he wrote a cool story that had a horror element to it that was just dope about Falcon. Kind of, and at one point, I had to fight his way out of hell. Oh, shit. It was super oh, cool. Man. It was super metal. I liked it a lot. I got to talk to him about that. I said, like, hey, you want to do a podcast? So, I've, yeah. I've been getting back into comic books lately, especially at oh, work during downtime and stuff. Um, any any other suggestions, comics-wise, that, that you think people should check out? Philadelphia, of course, I think is really good. Okay. Over the Ropes, which is a comic book series written by Jay Sandlin, who's a good friend of mine. I think it's really good. I, li- I like it a lot. It's about um, a wrestler. It's set like in the time, like like doing wrestling prime and stuff like that. And late it's this 90s? wrestler, late, late 90s and things like that. It's yeah. this wrestler who is trying to make his way up to the top of the, like, the WWE per se. And he's like wrestling in these indie circuits. And he basically gets screwed. Like the Montreal screw job happens. Screw job Oh, Hitman. Don't do the Hitman yeah. dirty. Come on. <laughs> and he has, to, he has to work his way back up through the business. It's really cool. Huh. huh. 
That's you can tell awesome. me this Philadelphia one's a vampire one. I could dig this. Oh yeah, vampires. <laughs> Lost with wrestling, but fucking in vampire. Philadelphia. <laughs> Old fucking uh, Twilight over here. Calm down, you're I'm, glittering. Hey, I'm an I'm an <laughs> Eagles fan, so Philadelphia vampires. I'm digging it. Very yeah. good. Ask him what kind of cream cheese he buys. Gotta ask what kind of cream cheese you buy. Lactose intolerant. No. Uh, <laughs> lying son of a bitch. You set me up and I just fucking slapped Come it. on, you son of a bitch, man. I, I set you with a terrible pun joke and you just didn't even. I, I, I couldn't think this. of any other uh, cream cheese brands besides Philadelphia. <laughs> That's right. Because they got the Monopoly. Yeah, they fucking locked that market down. It's so creamy. So, so what are you looking forward to for uh, for this year? Things are opening back up. Uh, the, the future's bright, right? Oh, I can talk about that on here. I went to talk a, a little callback when I said I was in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I went to Universal Studios. Oh, nice. cool. Recently removed a mask mandate. Yeah, if you're outside. Which I is- went before the mask mandate was removed. Okay. Oh, okay. And I am so happy I did because yeah. it with the park... It was damn near empty. Oh, wow. Oh, that's beautiful because you never get that. You never get that yeah. in Orlando. They're oh, fucking jammed every time. It doesn't matter it if was, you come in the winter, you come in the hottest day. There <laughs> is like asshole to asshole in those parks, man. Yes. I went, when I went there, I ended up going to both parks in one day. So I live in the regular Universal. Did you no ride the ride, whole? That's my favorite roller coaster. Yes. Nice. No ride took any more than 30 minutes. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> the only only time I've ever had that happen was when it was downpouring rain at a Six Flags. Not that it wasn't yeah. enjoyable, but yeah, there were no lines. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. you had a better time, though. Yeah, it, yeah. it was super cool. Like I, I want to say we went to Islands of Adventure first, and we rode everything by. We went there at eight o'clock. I got on everything by eleven thirty. Wow, everything went on Spider Man multiple times. Shit, man. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, I wish I went to Galaxy's Edge during the pandemic, honestly, man, because that place was fire. I wanted to go back. That's Uh, a good idea. Probably no people around the the fucking Millennium Falcon. You could just chill, take some sweet photos, you know? When I went there, it was like you couldn't even get a photo because there was like thousands of people. Yeah. I uh, I couldn't even imagine having that luxury of having an empty park and just being like, well, what do you want to do? We can do anything. <laughs> so that's that's one good thing the pandemic brought on. <laughs> yeah, true. We're like, yeah, we're hey, you need you need to grab the fucking uh, winds where you can these days. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, no shame in that shit, man. <laughs> it was pretty empty. Like it was, it was, it was funny because it was like the end of the night. We get ready to leave, but the one route I didn't go on was I ended up going on anyway. Was the Fast and Furious ride? They told me it was terrible. Mm. Everybody, in fact, who I went with told me, like, this ride is terrible. You don't want to go on it. I said, so we're waiting on our party to come to the, um, the front so we can leave. They're like, I'm like, I'll go on the Fast Furious ride while we're waiting. I went there to the ride. It was literally empty. And this is like 7 o'clock Damn. at night. Prime time. <laughs> it was no one there. Holy shit. And, and to the point where I walked all the way through. It took me longer to walk through the ride. Did it did to actually like get on it like and I, when I got there, you know how they have like the room where you have to like they like show you the little video and stuff like like they give you the plot details and stuff like that. Oh yeah, they didn't even do any of that stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just like get in there. <laughs> Keep moving. We walked to that room where they cl- they put the close the door and, like give you the plot stuff, and one of the guys says with me like. Hey, there's no plot point. Like, there's no point. Keep just going. <laughs> You're not missing anything. Don't worry. <laughs> just go Basically, Vin Diesel and The Rock are going fast. Keep keep them moving to the next room. <laughs> it's like you've never ahead. seen The Fast and the Furious until like the seventh one. And you're like, so like, what happened before? It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's like, just watch it. Yeah. It's like seven they literally, they're just like, go ahead on through the door in the room. And they usually like lock you in so you can yeah. see the video. And stuff. It, it was just wide open. So I just walked right up to the ride and like got oh on that's funny. Uh, How was the ride? Was it good? Yeah, well, it was now we have to know. Oh, it was damn, damn. I was like, I was waiting for the ultimate story. It was, be like, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, they were right? lying the whole time. I'll put it to you this way. It's like the cold ride, but a lot crappier. Uh, okay. Man, that's disappointing, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's what to expect when you get to the ninth of a fucking movie series anyway, I guess. Yeah. To do Same tram, too. Crap. Very similar tram. Okay. Which of is course. weird. For a car get a car ride. Yeah, right? of course they wanted you, to keep the budget cheap. That's why. You think they'd go with a coaster or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but <laughs> they just gave us a, a bus. <laughs> that was the ride <laughs> for a Fast and Furious ride, a bus. Oh, man. It's like it used to be speed, actually. Yeah, yeah dude. You'd imagine they put you in like that charger and you're doing the wheelie or something. Yeah, like, right. Cool like That's that. what I thought it was gonna be. They, Hit the jump. The what? There's a train? Oh no! And then it flips you out of nowhere. Maybe a little bit of that. I don't know. In the front, in the front of the ride, the charger's there. Charger's there. Of course it is. Of course it is. They're just like quick limbs. Here you go. Just like pass it. Yeah. Yeah. Going five. <laughs> Oh man! Well, th- this has been fantastic, man. Is there uh, where where can people find your show? Where can they follow you? At? You can follow me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox and check out the Delvin Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts. Tight, oh, yeah. clean. I like it. Tight and clean, man. Just like the show, <laughs> down to the point. It's been such a blast, man. Thank you so much again, man. Thank uh, you, guys. Quick- it's been awesome. Real quick before we get out of here, everybody, uh, check me out, MWG Media on Instagram, and also Matty G from HP on Xbox. Catch these hands. You pick the game. I'm just giving up. People can't handle it. So just pick the game. I'll show up. We'll do it, all right? I'll be there for more moral support at Landers the Plane on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Delvin Cox, we'll do this again, man. We'll check in on you shortly, and we'll be definitely listening to your show. And uh, you. check it out, people. Much love. Until next time, that's it. There you go. Smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck and savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip, you falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.